Mm, what a special, special day it is today. Mm. We've got we've got some interesting things to report today. Mm. Can't Are wait you? to hear some from news from that yeah. guy. Yeah, that you, guy. Just, uh, because mm, you're special. He's great. Mm. Uh, so we'll explain that in a little while, probably. <laughs> uh, did you see the Joker? Did you see Joker this week? Did not. Yeah. Did I did not. I did. Uh, it's all incel violence, I heard. It's just trying to get incels to shoot up movie theaters. I don't even know what incels are. Um, but yeah. if, it, if, it, if they mean get Antifa all riled up, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's what I heard. I heard it, the politics of it really are left wing. Oh, big time. Big time left wing. Um, but it is, it's not what everybody is selling. It's not the most violent. Reservoir Dogs is much more violent than this. Is it the most violent or it's the most likely to get people? I mean, it's supposed to basically No, it's say a that very, very good look at, very smart look at what's happening right now. Hmm. What's happening right now. I've heard it's also the most, like, realistic villain. Yeah, for, it's you know, not a cartoon. Genesis. It's, yeah, it's, it, I thought it was, for a Genesis story, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. He will get an Oscar, and if he doesn't, he's been ripped off. Really? He's that good? It's that good. It is really, good. really, really good. He's weird, but he's good. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix? He, no. It's a weird, really? he's a weird dude, but he's <laughs> yeah. good. You know, it's always a little weird when you have evidence that your voice is being silenced. And boy, silenced in a very big and obvious way. That and my review of Joker, which kind of go hand in hand. In one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You and I both know that if you want to find out anything at all about guns, the last person you want to ask is a member of the mainstream media. In fact, you should always treat a gun as if it's as if it's loaded unless a member of the mainstream media tells you it is. According to the 1994 CDC survey, Americans use firearms to protect themselves and their loved ones over one million times a year. So what does that mean? That means that without firearms, over a million more crimes per year would have been committed every year. I cannot express in in strong enough terms how bad of an idea disarming the public actually is. That's why the USCCA has given you seven free chances this week to win $1,000 for self-defense education and training. Text the word GLEN, G-L-E-N-N, the number 87222, and learn more and claim your free entries. It's 100% secure. A confirmation text is going to be sent, but you'll want to hurry because this offer ends October 12th. Text the word GLEN, G-L-E-N-N, to the number 87222. GLEN to the number 87222. For more information and rules, go to protectanddefend.com. Standard message and data rates do apply. Oh. So we have some news about our special last week. 
we want to thank you so much for being a Blaze subscriber. Um, I just got some data points last night. Uh, it is it is now the most watched video on the Blaze platform that the Blaze has ever produced. That's in nine years. This is the biggest video we have ever produced. Most watched video we've ever produced. That's saying something because it was a two-hour special. Um, And uh, just the chalkboard is 50 minutes long. Now, here's where it gets weird. If you go to uh, YouTube or if you go and look for it online... It's not the biggest video we've produced. Isn't that weird? So inside the platform, it is gigantic. It is the biggest thing we've ever done. But if it's shared off of the Blaze platform, all of a sudden it's like, eh, it's okay. Now it's still big. Still has almost 2 million views now on all of the different platforms. But... Really? Strange, right? I mean, usually, I mean, we've seen this a million times. When we yeah. have something that hits with our audience here, mm-hmm. it tends to hit uh, with the YouTube audience and with the... Everybody. With everybody. With everybody. Very very standard procedure. We're a media company. Yeah. We watch these things closely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so we've noticed that it's like somebody shifted us into first gear. <laughs> now, it couldn't be Google and Facebook, could it? Now we have something uh, last night or yesterday, I guess, Brad Pascal, who is the I know he's the Trump's social media guy, um, campaign, he's a big, big role in the campaign, I yeah. believe now. Yeah. OK, so last night uh, he tweeted investigate or this was 17 hours ago. Investigate. Glenn Beck nails it. The fake news media wants to ignore this. If anything close to this existed, the GOP uh, would play 24-7 on every channel. He breaks down the origin of it all and the real collusion against real Donald Trump. Okay, and then he embeds the link. <clears throat> then this morning, he just tweeted, my average tweet gets 250 to 400,000 impressions. A great tweet gets a million. This tweet has 40,000, the lowest of any tweet since I became campaign manager. Hmm. Cards are so stacked against us, you won't stop me from getting this out, libs. Then Charlie Kirk last night wrote to me, and he said, just saw the video, Glenn. Uh, It's unbelievable. He said, uh, tweeted it out right away. Charlie just also tweeted, a typical tweet of mine will get 150,000 impressions and 36,000 engagements. Yet when I shared the Parscal tweet about truth behind Ukraine, the video of mine, it only got 237. (laughs) 237. I choose to believe that Google, Facebook, Twitter are all innocent and people just don't like you. Now I don't know if that's, well, that's true. That is that there is, is a po- there is a possible. <laughs> that is possible. So so if you look at this, this is by the way, that's not engagements. Okay? 
impressions, 159,000 is, you know, he just compared his average is 150. So impressions, 159,453. This is impressions, not engagement. Impressions, 237. That's not even possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. 237 impressions? Impressions. Uh, So then Pascal just, or uh, how do you say his name? Pascal. um, He just uh, tweeted this. This appears that Glenn Beck's website URL is causing a conversation quality conversion. Which, what now? I'm sorry, what was that? He says it's a conversation quality conversion. Ah, okay. Which means impressions are not being shown on those links once uh, one step within those that follow me. So in other words, if you follow, you may get the link. But if you are one step beyond... There's the algorithm is stopping it and choking it right after those who volunteer voluntarily said, I want your tweets. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's getting that, but no one's passing it on. The algorithms are not passing it to anyone else. Right. It's not going to top tweets or, yeah. you know, and they do that. And look, it's probably the right to do it, but it's an interesting thing that they are doing. And, and if you're going to get protections from the government, how is this possible? Yeah. I mean, this this we should get Ted Cruz on. We should get everybody else that's on with Google. I'd like to talk to Robert Epstein and have him look into this. Yeah. Uh, because if, he, if he's seeing it happen as well. There is, there is absolutely no reason why this uh, video is not being shared. There's no... It, by the way, it is, it's a banned video. You know how they ban for that... That it's only two percent, you know, where you can't watch it in in college, you can't watch it in a school campus, you can't watch it. It's restricted in a library. Mode. Yeah, right. It's, like a, it's, it's restricted. Yep. It's a, any they do it like it's a legitimate idea the restricted mode thing, right? Where where you would say, well, yeah, if it's if it you has restrict like let's say you know there's content porn. that is yeah they don't put porn on YouTube I don't think but they don't but it's stuff like. You know, sometimes there's violent videos. There could be like, you know, sometimes the story with uh, of let's say even the Holocaust. Right. But with all the imagery might be in restricted yeah. mode. It's really meant more for parents right. uh, than anything else. Correct. Uh, but again, like <clears throat> your video, while it has, um, I mean, other than boring children to death, is not going to do anything harmful. No, there's, there's no swear explicit. words. There's no swear words on it. There is there's not even conspiracy. I love the people who have been saying, oh, it's a conspiracy. What conspiracy? Everything we showed you was documented. You can look into that. Yeah. I mean, we, in fact, I want you. I, I engaged so many people who are just uh, just haters, just haters that were like, ah, oh, Glenn Beck, you're an idiot. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I accept that. Can you just tell me where we got it wrong? I engaged over and over and over this weekend. Just let's just stick to the the documents, the court documents, the sworn affidavits, the audio recordings. Can you just let's just stick to those? Don't don't make this about me. Stick to those. Can you tell me what's wrong with any of those? Nope, not a word. Audio recordings typically of of officials on tape. Uh, saying, saying they the worked with the Clinton administrator, <laughs> the Clinton people, to um, 
to hurt Donald Trump during the election. And this is a hidden uh, recording, by yeah. the way, of them at dinner. So it's yeah. not like they were like on stage for some reason to try to uh, send a message or play anything the, like that. Play the tape again if we happen to have it still here. It's 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 in uh, it's in Ukrainian, uh, so you won't be able to understand it. But maybe you'll be able to understand the word Clinton <laughs> in there. And we had the translation, by the way. We had to go through multiple hoops to get the translation yeah. from an actual Ukrainian translation uh, company, right? Um, because there wasn't an English translation that existed of which the video, is, which is weird. Weird, because right. it was on the front page of one of the papers in Ukraine. This was yeah. part of a trial where they convicted two people in Ukraine... Two people, I mean, you want to talk about closely uh, related to the Obama administration, the guy who was running the anti-corruption bureau. really. Handpicked. To to run this bureau that they put in because they thought Ukraine was too corrupt. Right. Right. And then they lost $7 billion. And as the the government was trying to investigate the anti-corruption bureau with Obama, was like, no, 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 no. no, we don't need to investigate that. Let's look the other way. Wow. Here's the here's here's the video. This is the audio. Did those Russians help him? Your people, speaking of Trump. Uh, I, I think they did, but I helped them too. Not him. I helped Hillary. Yeah, right. But then her position tottered. Well, this is how they write about it, right? Humi- Hillary's humanitarian aid. What the stop for a second. What the hell does that even mean? Her humanitarian aid, they're bringing up, well, she, she, her position teetered, yeah, well, her humanitarian aid. Why would two officials in Ukraine be talking about the Clinton Foundation when they were talking about how corrupt they were in uh, helping win the election or helping uh, Hillary try to win the election? How is that? I mean, think of that. It's very strange. It's almost <laughs> as if the Clinton administration wasn't really a charity right right like right i mean you think about it how much uh, i mean maybe they're doing all sorts of incredible things right now and i'm just Mm. missing them yeah but i haven't heard word one from any journalist about all the things the clinton foundation has done for people since the election ended i mean it's been three years i haven't heard that are they are they even in operation anymore i don't even know I honestly don't even know. Are they still in operation? Are they still accepting donations? Are they still doing things? You know, I heard it, word one about the. It's really weird because if all you these, lost, wouldn't this be like your retirement thing yeah, to do if it thing. was really a charity? At least Jimmy Carter went and built houses. Yeah, he's still building them now, right? right. <laughs> he's like a hundred years old. Yeah. He's still nailing yeah, it's boards strange. together. It's strange. It's almost like all those countries that gave money and then strangely got a meeting with the Secretary of State. Yeah, it's almost like that was the business. Almost like it, but oh, definitely, but definitely not. not. Right? No, well, not worth looking into. No, okay, no, good, not worth good, looking good. into. So here are these guys on tape saying that they helped Hillary Clinton, um, and they don't know about the Russians. I suppose they tried to help Trump, but these are Ukrainians, and they're admitting that they worked to help Hillary Clinton. And the main guy who is speaking here is the guy who ran the anti-corruption bureau. The guy who's like, yeah, I helped. Yeah, you bet. You bet. That's the anti-corruption guy. So here's the thing. First of all, I told you this a few weeks ago, that it is really important that you sign up for 
um, my newsletter at glennbeck.com because that's a way that we have to directly contact you with no filter. Nobody's, nobody's cutting our communication. Um, it is important that you are a Blaze subscriber. Uh, I, I almost, almost think, maybe, possibly, have the purse strings almost open to be able to get the uh, to get to be able to hire some investigative journalist and hole them up in a room like the New York Times does, and really take this open because nobody's going to do it. No, we're at the same position we were at at Fox, same place. We have all the goods. All it requires is some organization to take it on and actually do it, and no one will. Well. We just, that's probably a million dollars to be able to do an investigation like this. We need you to support us and, and please subscribe to The Blaze. And it is the only way that I can guarantee that you will see our videos. Uh, our videos are now being blocked. Uh, they are being throttled even on Twitter. The president's people are being throttled. Why? Why do you fear this story tell me that google what is wrong with this story we haven't violated any of your standards there's nothing offensive on it it's all documented there's no conspiracy here it's all documented why are you so afraid of this why is the media avoiding this and why is google and facebook doing everything they can to make sure that this word doesn't get out. Join us at the blaze, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Do we still have the 20? I'm just going to say GB 20 off. And uh, I I don't think that's still active, but it's uh, you can you can try it. Give it a whirl. Or use Glenn. You'll get 10% off. It's 10 or 20. I don't know. Try GB 20 off. See if it goes through (laughs) because I think... It should be 220 off. It, it should be more than that today. We want everybody to join us at Blaze. Um, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Try GB20 off. If not, just try promo code. What is it, Glenn? Yeah. And that'll get you to the 10% off. All right. I want to tell you about Florence. She is a longtime listener of this program, and she is the type of grandma who still loves baking cookies for her family when they come over to see her. I love this. Oh, a house that smells like grandma's cookies. Um, not any of the prepackaged stuff that you buy in the store. I mean, she makes them from scratch herself. Well, that became really hard for Florence to do a few years back when her constant pain in her fingers and her wrists began to settle in. For a long time, Florence was afraid that she'd never be able to bake cookies again. Then she heard me talking about Relief Factor. You know how the story ends. If you walk up to Florence driveway right now, you're apt to smell the, the, uh, the, the warm cookies that are baking in her oven right around the time the kids come over after school. Relief Factor. It reduces inflammation, the major source for most pain, and it works for 70% of those who take it. For $19.95, you can get the three-week uh, three quick start. Small risk for the potential of living the rest of your life with less pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. And Florence, you can send us cookies anytime you want. Ten-second break for Station ID. 
Oh, it does? Yeah, I was looking up the Clinton Foundation to, mm-hmm. to kind of close this loop here. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're, this is going to be really sad. Mm. If you're on the, if Are you're driving. Closed? No, they're still open. As oh. far as I can tell. <laughs> oh, that. They did have a, a precipitous drop in donations, though. Huh. Which is weird because, I mean, all they were doing was curing malaria and stuff. That's all they were doing. Yeah. You would think that there were, just because she's not president, you would think that it, it would. have to do with anything, right? right? Nothing. No, in it's fact. It's not about access. It's about children. Yeah. And so they, their revenue was lower than any year it was in operation, which is weird. Her profile is much higher. <laughs> wow. You know, people know She's who still she there. is, and they know the work that has been done huh. by, this Clint, by this organization. And I think that may be why the, uh, uh, the donations have dropped off, because people do know the work yes. of the Clinton Foundation. Uh, they still brought in $38 million in 2017, wow. which is the most recent year it's available. Um, we are coming up quickly on the... Uh, tax extension deadline mm-hmm. so we may find out this new number you know, usually by the end of the year is when you get the previous year's number for charities mm-hmm. but they brought in 38 million spent 54 million so this is as far oh, as i they're can running tell it like the government yeah as far as i can tell really though, though the first year they've had that issue uh-huh. where they spent a lot more than they took yeah. in yeah stunningly before they got so much money like for example you know in the run-up to the election let's say 2014 15 um, they mm-hmm. brought in $180 million and spent $80 million. This is, if you note, note the separation <laughs> wait, there. Wait. And then it's, she began to run for president. They had another good year in 2015, brought another $120 million-ish, spent less than $100. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, if you remember the controversy boiling up, and all of a sudden the, the donation started to go down, uh, and then 2017, even even worse. Mm. So that's too it's bad. a sad story, especially for all sad of the, all the children, children who have been helped all the by children, the all those faceless children. Mm-hmm. And I mean, faceless. They don't they, they don't they don't real. have faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not real. Yeah. Um, well, no, these are real children without faces. Oh, real children without yeah, faces. Born without mm-hmm. faces, born without eyes, nose, mouth. It's, Identities. It's a horrible. Yeah, they have no identities. You so you can't, can't track, track them. them. You can't no, track them. I mean, they're faces, actual children. You might think those faces are blurred out in all the photos. No. no. They just don't have faces. No. That's what their face came so out as. So it takes a lot to feed these children oh. because you don't even know where their mouth is. No, you don't know. You, know? you kind of just have to throw food in their yeah, general you direction. Do. Well, yeah. you, you might ship it there. Or you might just think about shipping it there. Right. I mean, well, you, know, you have other things to pay for. I telepathically feed these children mm-hmm. with enough money. I can do that. You don't okay. usually use telepathically in tax documents, but I believe they did in yeah. this case. <laughs> I yeah, think so. they, they may have. Oh, if you could just, if you could hear the cries at night, but you can't because they don't have any mouths. Um, but the Clinton Foundation is there for them. Best thing about these kids, too, is they don't uh, inhale and exhale, so no CO2 uh, being exhale. Carbon neutral kids. Oh, the best. American Financing Corporation, <laughs> NMLS 182334, yeah. org. Those kids aren't the kids we have to eat. Uh, 2019 has been the uh, best year for mortgage rates since 2011. Large part of that has been the result of the Fed policy and the trade war with China. Major updates on either front could cause, could cause a kind of a volatile reaction in those rates been saying for a long time, now is the time to get your financial house in order. This is your chance to pay off any high interest debt or lower your mortgage rate while the markets are still in your favor. Or if the time is right for you to purchase a home, now's the time to take advantage of the historically low mortgage rates. 
You need to call the people at American Financing. I've known these people for a very long time. They are salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk to you. And in about 10 minutes, they're going to be able to advise you on what the best options that you have available and how best to go achieving them. No upfront fees, no pressure, uh, just good, solid advice on your financial future. You could close in as early as 10 days. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Go to blazetv.com. Use that promo code Glenn. You can try GB20 off. Maybe it'll work. But 10 bucks off for promo code Glenn on your subscription. Subscribe now. <laughs> Is it really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's major. All right. Missing something. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Boy, we've got some major breaking major. news. According to now, Stu and I don't think there's any big deal to this. <laughs> of course, I noticed you guys were avoiding the real issue. Second whistleblower, because <laughs> great. Yeah, you talk about that special all you want. <laughs> I notice <laughs> you're avoiding the real issue of the second whistleblower. Welcome to the uh, program, Pat Gray from Thank Pat you. Gray Unleashed. It's good to be here to finally tell the truth. All right, about what's going on. So the on. whistleblower, Stu and I both tend mm-hmm. to agree that what's the point? He's just. He's well, just regurgitating. He's also he's he's another guy who also has second or third hand information. I noticed he don't even talk about <laughs> no, that. No, but wait, no, he also hates Trump's guts. No, right? No, but they're saying and, that he uh, actually he'd never lie. He wouldn't lie. This guy. We don't know who he is, but we're pretty sure he wouldn't lie about it. Okay. <laughs> wait, because well, I, my understanding was the big deal was this guy has first hand information. <laughs> Which yeah. was part of the interesting story before the transcript was released. Yeah. It's not part of the story now. I know. Like, I, like we already have the call in which these things were discussed. We right. know exactly what was discussed. Yeah, I saw So we don't cr- need a person with first-hand information. Not to mention, Donald Trump has said many of these things publicly, which is, we all kind of have first-hand information of it. of it. Right. right. When he says it publicly and Giuliani goes on TV and talks about it, don't we all kind of get first-hand information? <laughs> like, we're all right. hearing it. <laughs> right. So the, I don't, the only thing we need to parse, really, is whether he did it for political purposes or whether it's in the interest of the country. I think it's, it's, both. Only, it's, I think yeah. it's both. I think it's both. I think, I look, uh, I don't they like... happen to be in the same alignment in this particular yes, case. Yes, I don't like yeah. the fact that he brought up Joe Biden. Okay, I don't like the fact that he mm-hmm. did that. Um, uh, but I'm sure that happens all the time. Well, it, but... Don't you think? I, I, I don't want to go down there. My dad, remember what, what, yeah, what lesson I did I learn? From my dad with Nixon's impeachment. Do you remember? They all do it, right? Yes. 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 My dad said they all do it. it. He just caught. Got caught. And I hated that. I do think that's true. Yeah. I think that's 100% true. The issue here is, you know, I don't think Barack Obama was on these calls saying these names in this way. Like, there's a different way these things get communicated typically. Yeah. And it's because of the way Trump runs his organization, right? He wants to be involved in every every part of this. Yeah, Trump doesn't no, care about finesse. No. He, he doesn't there's, care yeah, about So that. there's no finesse here, so it's a yeah. little bit more overt than you're going to mm-hmm. find, I think, in other administrations. But we all know these things happen. Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah. But I'm, again, not sure like, she's, mm-hmm. I'm not sure she had a velvet hammer to her <laughs> hammer. Yeah, you might be right. I think Hillary's much more of a person, though, that has underlings and and, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. doing these things for, as we see with the Ukraine yeah. thing, right? Like, the Ukraine thing is, um, and we said we have the video of this, or, or excuse me, the audio tape translated, 
But it, it, you can it's these officials talking about their dealings with the Clinton administration uh, or the Clinton campaign. Um, there's not a recording, per se, of Hillary Clinton specifically asking for that. Right. Like, right. Um, and that is what I think the, the issue here is that they have Trump on record. But again, Trump was on record before this call was out there. He Giuliani was on television saying he was going to Ukraine to investigate these things. This is not a surprise to anybody who follows the news, but that is really the target here. It's people who don't follow the news and didn't know these things were going on the whole time. Well, it is uh it's it's uh grotesque that he said, uh and by the way, I want you to but I think it is in the national interest, and I wish you just would have left it with the, you know, uh, what, 541 words before he said, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, because what he, what he said was, look, there's corruption, and there is. There's $7 billion of your money that is missing. $7 billion. That's, That's an issue. That is a real issue. Yeah. Uh, Barack no Obama. No talking, except... You. Yeah. And nobody's talking about that. Barack Obama and the 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 changing of the embassy and mm-hmm. making yeah. sure that we have an ambassador there that is blocking all of the prosecutors from coming into the country, our country, and telling us the truth. I mean, there is real problems here. That doesn't mean that you don't investigate Donald Trump as well. Fine. You want to investigate? I, my personal opinion is Donald Trump should say, investigate all you want i've been saying this to the american people and rudy giuliani been saying we told you we were going to do this about a year ago and you guys didn't want to pay any attention because you know what we'll find in ukraine so i made a phone call yeah i did because there's a new president there i'm not talking to the old president because i know the old president was all set up by barack obama and his team and they were all part of the corruption This guy's been brought in to clean up the corruption. And I'm not Mm. going to, quite honestly, I'm not going to give them a dime. Now, he he hasn't said this, and I don't believe there was quid pro quo for the the money. But I wouldn't have a problem with it. If he said, I want to know you're actually cleaning up corruption. I want to see what you're doing before we send you another dime. Because we sent your country $7 billion. Totally appropriate. it, It was lost. Lost. Totally it's, appropriate. O- it's only not appropriate if you if it was only for the assign negative impl- uh, uh, motives to Trump. Yes. Correct. If it was right. only about his personal gain, then Correct. it's then it's bad. But it wasn't. I mean, look, this is clearly in the U.S. interest to find out what happened with his money, what happened with corruption with a former <laughs> vice president. These are all things that are in the U.S. interest. Do you think? Is, I mean, is there a good argument to say that Donald Trump was partially, at least, motivated by politics? Yeah, probably. But again, these people are people. It's not mutually exclusive. If they can find something that is good for the country and they think it benefits them politically, they're all doing it. Breaking news. This is 100% of politicians that would do these things. Now, here's my problem. Um, You know, we said during the campaign, uh, as advice to President uh, Trump, don't piss off the intelligence community. Mm. Don't piss off the intelligence community. Yeah, he continues to do that. Yeah, he, he made nothing but enemies. Both of these guys are from the intelligence community. Both of these whistleblowers are from the intelligence community. We know the second whistleblower blower is a CIA guy. Yeah, we're, yeah we know he's from the intelligence community. Intelligence yeah, community. Okay. So we know that. And supposedly um, has firsthand knowledge of the things that we got the transcript of. So think about mm-hmm. that. Right. I mm-hmm. also have firsthand knowledge of that because I read it. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I can testify to what was on that phone call because <laughs> really I read it. Yeah, I read the transcript. So, so yeah, I can testify on that. So, uh, you know, but I think there's going to be, I think you are seeing, if you looked at the chalkboard, you mm. saw the intelligence community, the State Department, were both involved in this corruption uh, under the Barack Obama administration. You had William uh, uh, Brenner, who was running. Was it William Brenner? Yeah. Brennan? Brennan. Uh, William Brennan Brenner was the actor, wasn't he? Or the director. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, you had Brennan running that place. The guy who said that, you know, the Muslim Brotherhood is largely secular. <laughs> that was Clapper. I had that. I was... I just checked on that this morning because I was confused as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. yeah. It was Clapper. Brennan is the one who said that we can't call it Terra because Terra is a frame of mind. We can't call it Jihad because Jihad is a, uh, a holy struggle. struggle. Mm. The, he's the one who did that. It, it was uh, Clapper who said the Muslim Brotherhood is largely secular. Okay, well, you can see why I confused them because yeah, they yeah. sound Similar. exactly yeah. right. They do. So yeah. they were put in by... Uh, the Obama people, and you know they brought Obama people into the intelligence community. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that you're on the right side in the intelligence community and you have the philosophy that many in the many in the Obama administration had, what, you're not going to you're not going to hurt this president. You're not going to I mean, it is a deep state operation. And if if you think that's a conspiracy theory, I want you to call me. Please call me right now. I want to be wrong. I want to believe that the State Department and the intelligence community and the last administration were not doing the things that we have affidavits on, we have eyewitnesses on, we have uh, text messages, we have emails, and we have an audio tape. So, but just call me and just tell me, how do I dismiss those things? Everybody's trying to make this all about Donald Trump, and you're just trying to bail out Donald Trump. No, I'm not. I don't have a problem with what he did other than I think it was grotesque. But I don't think that it was um, – if, if Biden wasn't running, who would have a problem with this? He should do this. Because that's a good point. Yeah, I've we seen, yeah would we lost that, a lot. Would they do that with, with Cheney? Would there be any uh, if, no. if Cheney had no. some uh, complications or some corruption allegation and they were checking on that? Would they? Would anyone worry about this at all? If uh, if if the Democrats were doing it or the Republicans were doing it for that matter? If, of course not. I mean, if, it is they're they're inserting the politics. Look, it's all part of this conversation. I'm not denying that, but they are denying that finding out where seven billion dollars of our money went is in the national interest. Right. Which is insanity. Right. You have to acknowledge that both are there. And they're denying. They're saying that there was no wrongdoing. There's nothing happening in Ukraine. Explain the affidavits. Explain the court case. Explain the audio. Explain the text messages. Explain the ambassador of the U.S. Explain all of it. No one ever will. No one will. You know, the, one of the more disheartening parts of this is that it's not going to stop either. If it's not this, it's going to be something else, and they're just going to be relentless all through. If he wins a second term, they'll be they'll be doing the same thing all through the second term as well. 
I, they're just they're that's they hate uh, that, him so much they're just going to keep going. I think that is the hope that they are. Pushing they think they right can now. paralyze him. They think though, no. I think they are hoping that the American people will come to the conclusion that you just gave, mm-hmm. and they'll say we're not we going to have anything done. We can't have it. another four years of this. Yeah, that's a definite possibility. Yeah. I think that's what just, they're doing. It's just if, flowered and piven at this point. Just throw as much as you can at them until they just get tired of it. You overload the system. People say, okay, I, I can't take it anymore. Just vote for the other person, whoever it is. Well, look at, look at what's, look what's happening. <clears throat> um, it's, it's interesting that it is the year anniversary of the Kavanaugh hearing. And what were they doing? They, they were losing. Mm-hmm. And so then they came at the last hour with a with a witness. That witness didn't seem to be credible, so they didn't actually bring that witness up the right way. And then, uh, so then they they bring her up. They uh, paraded around, say he's got to go. Trump doesn't fold. The entire thing falls apart. She's discredited. But there's more. There's other whistleblowers on him. But none of them are credible. This is the same movie. We saw it last year. And they're still dragging out those. Right. Right. Uncredible. Exactly right. Exactly right. We know what they're doing. And if the press would have ratted out this scam last year, they might have had credibility this time. But they have no credibility. Okay. Um, Our sponsor this half hour is Simply Safe. When I heard about Simply Safe's video verification team, my uh, my mind went someplace that I, I it's, well, we're probably alike. It goes to bad places. Wait a minute. If there are people watching cameras in my home when I'm away, making sure that someone isn't breaking in, what keeps them from watching when I'm there? Okay. Simply Safe has worked on this concern forever. In fact, they didn't come out with their video camera. I think it was like two years late. They spent almost two years developing this camera that has an automatic cover that audibly clicks into place when you're home and audibly opens. And they had to get the right metal to make the right sound so it wasn't irritating, but so you heard it every time that camera would open up because they know they're just like you. I talked to the, I talked to the founder of Simply Safe and I said, what are you doing? And he's like, Glenn, that's exactly what went through my mind. I don't want a camera that's exposed in my house all the time. He said, that's why we made it this certain way. These guys think like you do, and it's all in the small details that makes the difference. This is why their round-the-clock monitoring and their system is top of the line. It's $15 a month for the monitoring, and it will reduce the time that police get to your house from 45 minutes to seven minutes. And right now they have a huge deal going on in the system. SimplySafeBeck.com, you get a free HD security camera when you order. That's a $100 value. And you'll have eyes on your home 24-7. Video evidence if somebody tries to get in. You are safe. It is Simply Safe. Get your free HD security camera now at SimplySafeBeck.com. That's SimplySafeBeck.com. You're listening to Glenn
Welcome to the uh, program. There is a um, there's a controversy going on with the NFL and the Houston Rockets. Uh, is it Daryl Morey? Yep. Um, tweeted, "I stand with Hong Kong." <gasps> I know. And now he's That's NBA, in, by the way, not NFL. Yeah, sorry, NBA. I was thinking NFL because I wanted to make the point that the NBA is doing this because uh, because they need the viewership in China and they want the market in China. Mm-hmm. And it's the same reason why the NFL, you would think, would not allow things to go like the, uh, you know, kneeling. But that's because they're trying to expand their brand internationally as well. America, for these big corporations, have just beca- has just become not their home, just another market. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is much more, I think, nuanced than that. The NBA is outwardly defending the Chinese government and this country and the policies, and yeah. I, it's incredible. All They're, he said was, I stand with Hong Kong, and now the NBA, who pulled their All-Star game out of Charlotte because they didn't like the bathroom policy of North Carolina, is now not just working with China, but outwardly defending the government in China that has killed 60 million people. They are. Uh, this is insanity. Insanity, because why? They want to recruit Chinese basketball players? And the Chinese... You no, know, the, they, they, it's a market. It is. Well, it's partially that. And it's, uh, it, you know, the Rockets are the most popular basketball team in China because they had Yao Ming, who was right. on their team right. for many years. And they work very closely with China. And, like, look, a lot of U.S. companies do. But it's a different story to come out. And, I mean, there are, there are owners today writing... Long Facebook posts about this this separatist movement that you don't understand. Hong Kong, it's dangerous. What the hell are you talking about? They couldn't be more dangerous than killing 60 million people. I'm relatively certain of that. Unbelievable. This is, what, three times as many people than the Nazi regime was responsible for? And we have a a bunch of basketball teams coming out and defending them? It's insanity. It's sick. It's sick. We have forgotten who we really are. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, it's uh, interesting. Is uh, South Park has has more backbone than almost anyone else in business today. Um, I want to talk to you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor is a way for you to be able to do the things that you love to do. I was up in Chicago this weekend, had to give a speech, and uh, I would give speeches, and I would uh, almost collapse after the shows um, in, from so much pain. And they would always have to, if I had to do something, they would always have to have a private room that they could whisk me into so I wasn't seen by anybody. I got off stage and they were like, do you need to go? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Let's let's stay and let's meet the people. That comes from Relief Factor. Um, and I am grateful, grateful for the pain relief. You will be too. If you're in pain, start doing the things you love again. Try Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It's just, it reduces your inflammation, which causes pain. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now. Get your three-week quick start. Get out of pain. of entertainment and enlightenment. So it's fascinating to me that uh, last week we did a chalkboard on what's really happening in Ukraine. And 
everything on the chalkboard was was backed up by court records, uh, affidavits, uh, uh, firsthand accounts, texts. We had emails, banking records. We had everything. Nothing in that special of that that 50 minute chalkboard has anything conspiratorial or anything that is uh, not provable. And yet, we seem to be be blocked by Google and Facebook. We are so throttled down. Charlie Kirk wrote this morning and said, Glenn, I usually have 150,000 engagements and impressions on my, uh, on my tweets. I tweeted a link to this. And what normally is 157 or 150,000, uh, this time was 237. Only 237 saw this tweet. Gee, you think we're being throttled? More in one minute. This is the Glenbeck program. Our country is being embroiled yet again in a battle against corruption and wrongdoing. The Democratic Party seeks to impeach the president. Uh, I'm not here to defend the president or to impeach him. I'm here to look at the facts. Isn't that what we should all be doing? Let the chips fall where they may. Seems like uh, in this particular case, the lion's share of corruption uh, happens to be on the other side. Uh, in the in their own backyard with the Democrats, and we have a hard time getting the voice out uh, and letting people actually see the facts. The constant assault on conservative voices, the constant assault on our Constitution, rule of law, liberty, is subsidized by so many large corporations right now in the United States, and your cell phone company may be among one of them. Uh, the Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone company fighting this insanity and donating to causes that you believe in freedom of speech. The plans start as low as $25 a month. You can get nationwide service with U.S.-based customer service, and there's still time for you to get a Moto Z3 Play for only $5 a month, but they're running out, so don't wait. And when you use the offer code BECK, they're going to waive activation on up to two lines. So switching is really easy. You're going to save money, and it's the same great cell service that you already have because they're on the same cell towers. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 877-367-7524. That's 877-367-7524. Or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So I want to go to uh, Dr. Robert Epstein. Uh, He is a guy who we have um, had on several times. He is a guy that was a Clinton supporter um, and voted for Clinton. He's he's from the other side. The other side has eaten him now because he dare cross the line and say, hey, there's something going on with with Google and their algorithms. Uh, And he has been watching the election and we've we've got to help this man raise enough money to be able to uh, document what this next election what is happening with this next election because google 
We know they have said we can't let this happen again. Uh, and he's the only one that is is in the position to document this. And he is not a fan, I don't think, of either side. He just wants the truth. Welcome to the program, Dr. Robert Epstein. Uh, my pleasure, Glenn. Nice to be back. It's good to have you. So I wanted just to touch base with you today because um, we have we have some uh, some interesting things happening. We have I produced the biggest video the the Blaze has ever published. Um, it is a video that has more views on the platform by far than anything we've done in almost ten years, and yet on YouTube and Facebook, it's. It's performing well, but not like that. We now have two people who um, have tweeted it, who have gigantic followings, uh, and they can't. They, one had engagement of two hundred and thirty-seven. They have, you know, uh, uh, millions of followers. I have two million followers. I can't get this thing over, you know, two thousand uh, likes. Well, how do we prove that we're being throttled here? Well, uh, I, as as you may recall, in 2016, I built a monitoring system uh, which allowed me, with people's permission, to look over the shoulders of users uh, around the country. At that point, I had 95 field agents in 24 states, and basically see what they were seeing on their screens as they were conducting searches on Google, Bing, and Yahoo. So we, we preserved more than 13,000 election-related searches. Uh, 2018, we built a bigger system. We preserved uh, not only search results, but we also preserved search suggestions and answer boxes. Uh, 2020, we're going to build an enormous system with thousands of field agents and we're going to preserve lots of things. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but among other things, we're going to preserve uh, tweets that will document, that will show without any doubt, that will quantify uh, what at Twitter is called shadow banning. And that's what you and your colleagues are running into. Uh, basically, if Twitter uh, personnel believe that you're violating any of their terms of service, which we're not. Uh, well, you know that, that's very subjective, though, on their part, very subjective. Uh, what they what they do is they can either downrank you, and they admit this, by the way. They can either downrank you, so people don't don't see you because you're not high in any lists. You're mm -hmm. you're, you're popping up very very low, mm -hmm. or actually shadow ban, which means you send out a tweet to your two million followers. But mm, your two million followers aren't getting the tweet, period, mm -hmm. uh, or just a small portion of them are getting it. But we now have a way of actually documenting this, recording it, quantifying it. Uh, so we're going to have rock solid evidence in 2020 if Twitter is doing this. Uh, we are going to we are going to document it, prove it, and we're going to release our findings to the media and to a federal election commission to various authorities. So we're going to be tracking all kinds of things with a very large panel of field agents in all 50 states, including shadow banning. So we also are having a problem with YouTube and uh, it's not it's not popping up the way it should in in YouTube. So. Uh, it's part of Google, right? Yeah, it's yeah. part of it's part of Google. Are you going to be watching YouTube as well? 
Positively. We're going to be watching YouTube, uh, many, many different uh, ways in which, in fact, five different ways in which Facebook uh, uh, suppresses material. Um, I'm not even going to tell you how many ways we're going to be monitoring no, Google. No, don't. Please Google, don't. <laughs> don't. Google, Google, Google is the biggest threat there is uh, to the free and fair election. Uh, but I can tell you, I am, I am positive that these companies, uh, if there's no monitoring system in place, these companies are going to go all out. And together, uh, I calculate that they can shift 15 million votes next year with no one knowing that they've done it and without leaving a paper trail for authorities to trace. Hmm. I'm having real problems getting my uh, MySpace posts to even be seen. No one's looking <laughs> at it at all. MySpace is... <laughs> I don't know if you can look into that for me, doctor. <laughs> um, so um, the, the 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 scary thing here is is that this is such an obvious uh, shadow ban. Uh, there's just no way these metrics are even right, and they don't care. They don't care that I'm on the air talking about them doing this. They don't care that you're doing. They don't care. I mean, well, they don't. They don't care. In fact, uh, you know, we learned a lot about shadow banning January of 2018 uh, from a Project Veritas investigation. Mm-hmm. And let me just read you a quote from uh, a, a former software engineer. His last name is Vadrevu, V-A-D-R-E-V-U, about shadow banning. So here's a former Twitter software engineer quote. The idea of a shadow ban is that you ban someone, but they don't know they've been banned because they keep posting and no one sees their content. So they just think that no one is engaging with their content when in reality, no one is seeing it, end quote. Uh, So uh, Project Veritas interviewed about a half a dozen current and former employees of Twitter, and they all admitted that this occurs. Then Forbes magazine did a fabulous piece. I recommend people look that up, which is entitled, Is Twitter Really Censoring Free Speech? Where Forbes went to Twitter and asked, you know, asked these tough questions. And in this wonderful article, they report uh, Twitter's responses. Twitter uh, like Google, like Facebook, they, they answer questions about about content suppression, about censorship, in very creepy ways. Uh, because Twitter said, "No, we don't shadow ban, but oh yes, we do downrank, uh, <laughs> and we make decisions about how to protect, uh, you know, our users from content they shouldn't be seeing." Right. That is that's yeah. uh, that is an amazing it's an amazing hmm. quote. Um yes. they they uh let's I have it here. Let's see. Uh uh here we go. Uh, it's now my computer screen. But no external audits. They won't not allow any external committees or you know to come in and look look over what they're doing. They don't allow that. And they will not release the demographic characteristics of the people they use to make decisions about suppressing content. It's amazing. important, too. Uh, Here's a quote. Uh, Twitter does not shadow ban accounts. We do take actions to downrank accounts that are abusive (laughs) and mark them accordingly so that people can still click through and see the tweets if they so choose, which, of course, no one does, right? Like, that's not the way people use Twitter. They don't go, they don't click on the named accounts. And we know this happens, right? This is essentially their own mute feature. 
I use it all the time. I freaking love the mute feature, but I'm choosing to do it. There's tons of people who are calling me a Nazi every single day that I don't see, but they think I see it. Like, they're wondering. They, they tweet all the time negative things to me, and I'm just like, mute, 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 because I don't care. Uh, but that should not that should be something that the user does. That should not be something that Twitter is doing for us. Well, this this is the problem, or I should say one of the big three problems. Uh, the, the first one is the surveillance. Uh, second is the, uh, the censorship, and the third is manipulation. And here we're talking about the censorship problem. And, uh, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So censorship mm-hmm. is so dangerous because, uh, it, you know, if material is being suppressed, content is being suppressed, how would you know that? And, of course, what I, what I study is how, uh, you know, these kinds of, uh, of activities shift people's thinking, uh, beliefs, attitudes, and of course shifts their voting preferences. And it is astonishing uh, the impact that these kinds of manipulations have on people's thinking and behavior and on their votes. And again, you don't know what you don't know. You know, it's really interesting because I, I read the New York Times. I listen to the Daily every day, you know, because I want to be informed on what they are talking about. I, I need to understand all sides of an issue. And I want to see what, you know, what they are publishing or what they aren't publishing and what their spin is when they do. Uh, and it, it is incredible to me that there are many people who uh, are on the right who don't necessarily know they'll blame the New York Times for never covering such a and they will have but it's the New York Times it's not the mainstream media however the mainstream media in bulk they don't watch listen or pay any attention to what people on the other side are saying and report it as fact or even just this is the way half the country feels And after the last election, I had a friend come down who was a liberal and paid no attention to the other side. And we told him about all of the different things that had happened in the Obama administration, like the IRS investigation. He had never even heard of it. And so they can report things, but by the way they report it or by the way they downplay it, et cetera, et cetera, half the country isn't doesn't even isn't even aware of what the other half thinks. That's a real problem. Well, this also is is a is a is a worse problem than any censorship in history because when these big tech companies suppress material, there's no way to counteract it. In other words, uh, Google has no competition, has no competitor really anywhere in the world. Uh, neither does Facebook. Uh, neither does Twitter. I mean, they're they're you know if if these platforms want to suppress material, you can't counteract it. In other words, if you if if the newspaper published you know on one side of uh, Pittsburgh wants to suppress something, well you know. Chances are there's a newspaper, something yeah. or other, on the other side of Pittsburgh, uh, where they're going to bring that material out. Right. But you can't you can't counteract it when uh, Google, Facebook, or Twitter suppresses material. There's no way to counteract it. In fact, generally, unless someone like me builds monitoring systems, you can't even detect what they're doing. Uh, Robert, I, I can't thank you enough for all of the hard work that you are putting through. If you would like to donate. Um, please donate. And if there happens to be wealthy people that are listening right now, please donate generously to mygoogleresearch.com, mygoogleresearch.com. This is a guy who's actually just searching for answers and the truth. 
It is legitimate research. And um, and right now he happens to be on the outs with the left because uh, that's, you know, who's generally um, controlling these companies. Um, but he'd do the same if it was controlled by the right. Um, please donate my to mygoogleresearch.com. Thank you, doctor. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, Ben. You bet. So we're uh, we've been rebuilding a um, an old 1880s cabin. Um, and when I say we've been slowly doing it, I mean slowly because we're trying to do it justice. And we're also trying, you know, it's it's not exactly on the top of anybody's hit parade to, uh, you know, to spend money on an old 1880s log cabin. Uh, but we have taken about 10 years to do it in the beds and the quilts and the stove, all of it perfect. So when it came to window coverings, I wanted to make sure that I could provide, you know, the the fusion of the rustic look and, you know, also a little contemporary, you know, and I say contemporary in the last century um, and yet have, you know, linen and, and everything else that was real natural and would look right in that cabin. Tanya and I went to blinds.com and here was the shocker when we were typing it. It was cheaper than other places that we had shopped around looking for blinds. Um, and so I was like, see, look at this. And then we started to check out and, and it promo came promo code came up and I said, did you put the promo code in? And she said, no. And I said, put the promo code in. It was 50% cheaper than the lowest price that we had already seen any place else. We were floored by how much money we could save and the quality of the uh, of the blinds. Every order at blinds.com gets free shamp- uh, samples and free shipping, and they have 100% satisfaction guarantee, which means if you measure incorrectly, you pick the wrong color, they're going to remake your window treatments for free, and they have 30,000 five-star customer reviews. I'm one of them. Blinds.com. Go there today. Save up to 40% on everything. Plus, save an extra $20 with promo code BACK. That's Blinds.com for up to 40% plus an extra $20 off with promo code BACK. Rules and restrictions apply. 10 seconds station ID. All right. So we know that we have uh, been uh, banned. This is why we ask you, please, please sign up for the Glenn Beck newsletter. Go to glennbeck.com and sign up for my newsletter. Uh, Also, if you can become a subscriber to blazetv.com because you're not seeing everything that we're putting out. Like I said, this is the biggest video we have produced in almost 10 years the numbers on the platform are are dwarfing everything. Now, that should translate to the general population, to the people that are not members of the Blaze, but at least members of this audience. But if you're tweeting it, if you are trying to send it to your friends, you're being, you're being squashed. And the algorithms are squashing the release of this, this video that shows the facts on what is going on in Ukraine. And I don't think that there is a more important message right now. And I honestly, I don't care who gives it. I was talking to somebody last night and I was like, 
have them just take all of this information. They don't have to credit me. They don't have to say, just get this out. This is really important. Uh, we would ask that you would watch it if you haven't already and, uh, and, and send it to all of your friends, but also ask your friends if they will. Uh, ask your friends if, if uh, they would also join the Blaze and become members. I, I really, um, really want to hire an investigative reporter because nobody else is going to do this. Um, we, we urge that you... Um, support us because I want to take some of that money and I want to uh, hire somebody that will actually go over and uh, look into Ukraine and dig up the things that we already have, but then go even deeper and go to China as well. So join us, please. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 10% now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Join us now because you're not getting the truth. All right. When we come back, uh, we have another way of getting things out. It's a tweet storm today that we just started. We'll tell you about it next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So over the weekend, I had to stay at a hotel, as I, I told you. And let's just say the quality of sleep, not so good. I don't want to, you know, besmirch the reputation of the hotel that I stayed at right at the airport. There's nothing better than that. Just listening to the planes fly over your head every night. There's nothing great. Anyway, the to suggest that maybe the pillows were actual burlap sacks full of cast iron skillets might be a little much because I might be just so uh, spoiled with my my pillow that everything feels like that. Right now, you can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers, including their buy one, get one free. Uh, If you buy one pillow, you get the second one free. MyPillow.com comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Just click on new radio listener specials at MyPillow.com. You'll get the deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including buy one, get one free on their pillows. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117. All right, it's BlazeTV.com. Promo code is Glenn. Make sure you subscribe and support the sort of research you're about to get from this tweet storm. We'll tell you about that coming up next. It's Monday. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And Congressman Chris Stewart joins us uh, now as he's getting on an airplane to, God forbid, go back uh, to Washington, D.C. Chris, uh, he's not he's not on yet. Okay, hang on just a second. It, you know what it is? Google, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> They're screwing with our phones? Yeah. I'm curious to ask Chris, uh, you know, obviously these latest developments, what he's seen, what he can talk to us about, because he he's can't talk to the, us about a lot of it. Right. He's on the intelligence. Uh, he's going through security. He's taking off his belt and shoes. Uh, so uh, yeah, when he gets when he picks his phone back up out of the little round cup, uh, we'll uh, we'll have him on. Because has he seen the second whistleblower? He's seen the okay. second whistleblower, and we want to talk to him about that. That'll so, be interesting. I don't know how much yeah. he can 
talk about with that. It'll be, I, I, I think he can. I don't know. They say this is know. like not only the smoking gun, it's the second smoking gun. Yeah. Like they, the they first one wasn't on. really smoking. Now, is the smoking gun when Rudy Giuliani was on television saying he was going to do these things? I kind of <laughs> thought that was a smoking gun yeah. that they were doing it. Well, that was kind but, of an interesting a, turn of events. Now, there is more to it, I guess, with the money being withheld, and maybe we'll learn more about that. We still haven't. But there's still, you know, right. we. I do want to ask Chris if he's if he's also seen the full testimony or, or was present of this person of the people talking about Volker and the other people involved here talking about the text that came out last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you remember, this was like when some of the Trump officials were saying things like, "Look, you know, it's my is it my understanding that we're supposed to withhold this security assessment, uh, the, the the money essentially for in, until this investigation starts." And then the other guy's like, oh, no, you misunderstand what the Trump administration would like to do. We want to do only the best things with unicorns and puppy dogs. <laughs> it's like one of those things of where you could tell both of them are trying to get on record. They're not actually yeah. talking to each other. They're yes. just both texting to get on Correct. record. But predictably, after this testimony happened, the Democrats bring out everything that I would assume is the worst, most damning information. Mm-hmm. And we haven't heard anything from the other side of it. Republicans universally that have seen this information seem to be coming out and saying, if you see the full testimony, you're going to understand what was going on. Why don't they release the full testimony? And the Democrats haven't. So that's interesting. And it's an interesting point, but you know, it's also predictably partisan lines. This is breaking on. I wonder if Chris has any more insight. Obviously he is a Republican, but he seems to be pretty honest. He's he's putting his belt and his shoes back on right now. (laughs) Welcome uh, Congressman Chris Stewart. How are you, sir? I got to get my shoes here, Glenn. Just give me another <laughs> minute, all right? All right. So, Chris, How are you? Did, good. Did you did you see the whistleblower report? And can you talk about it? Uh, yes, and somewhat. Okay. Uh, we've so- we've seen it. I think I think much of it has been released. There's been some redacted portions, uh, but this is pretty much in the public realm, so we can talk about almost all of it, except for some small portions. Okay. So go ahead. Tell us. Tell us your. POV. I mean, this seems like just another guy who's saying, "Yep, that phone call happened." Well, we know that, yeah, right. Well, you're talking about the you're talking about the second whistleblower. Second whistleblower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was obvious. Uh, I mean, I said yesterday on some media that I thought this was going to come forward because it was obvious that, that this guy had been having some conversations, this guy or girl had been having conversations, and that they were uh, that they were interested in talking about it. But as I said yesterday, what difference does it make? All they can say is. As you started to say, Glenn, yep, uh, uh, I listened or hear, I read the transcript, and yep, that's a phone call. Well, well, again, we already have that information. You could, you or any of your listeners could read that in, in seven seconds. And other than that, what, what can he tell us that's helpful at all? And the answer to that is nothing. We can read it. We can make our own judgment. I don't need some, you know, some secret analyst who tells me what this means. It's very simple what it means. Anyone can read it themselves. All right, so tell me about, um, if you can, the the text messages that were last week, they were yeah. revealed. Can you talk about those yeah, at I all? Mean, yeah, uh, although a little more limited because it was an executive session and uh, and we have to be, you know, have to be careful on it. But this is this is just the bottom line on this, Glenn, and, uh, and this is so malicious and it's so deliberate because what they have done is they've taken little snippets of it, not even not even an entire short text in its entirety, uh, but little pieces here and there. And they leak that because, once again, this is an executive session and it's not supposed to be released. And it creates an impression that is absolutely 100 percent contrary to the facts. 
or the entirety of this hearing. And that is Mr. Volker and others came and they said there clearly was no quid pro quo. There clearly was no linkage. He has very plausible, very, very reasonable explanations for the timing of the meetings, uh, you know, the timing of their intention to withhold this, uh, this aid to the Ukraine that was based entirely on them trying to pressure Angela Merkel and others in the EU. And uh, these guys will take little pieces of it. They'll leak it to the media. The media, of course, runs with it. And by the time the, the truth comes out, when they'll release a full transcript that will show in its entirety what it actually means, the damage is already done. So, Chris, I, <clears throat> I did a special last week. I don't know if you've seen it, um, but uh, I laid a chalkboard out and it took me about 50 minutes. Everything in it we have verified sources on. There's there wasn't a bit of conjecture or maybe this happened or whatever. One hundred percent based on fact. Uh, and it outlines that the Democrats did in Ukraine exactly everything that they are are accusing Donald Trump on. And yet no one in the media cares to cover this. We're being throttled like nobody's business. It's the biggest video we have done in almost the 10 year history of the blaze on the platform. It's gigantic, but we are being throttled down. Um, you know, Charlie Kirk said he gets uh, about 150, uh, about 150,000 views of everything that he does. When he retweeted this link, it got 237. Uh, yeah. And I'm wondering where anyone is on, on, on turning this around back on the Democrats. Is there, is there anybody who is on this trail? Well, we're trying, Glenn. I mean, there's a number of us who are trying. And, and I was actually listening to you earlier as, as I was running and, and you talking about this 50-minute chalkboard and the, and the lack of response on Twitter. And, and I would ask, I mean, I, I'm not terribly surprised. In fact, frankly, I would have been surprised if you wouldn't have had that kind of response from them and that kind of throttling. I don't think it's muted, but it's clearly throttled. But, but this is just one example. And, Glenn, let me give you another one that we've been talking about for years that is ignored. I mean, the Democrats are making this argument that the president needs to be impeached and removed from office because of one sentence in one conversation that he readily made available. He released that thing within a few days of, of anyone asking for it. On the other hand, versus this story, Hillary Rodden Clinton and the DNC paid a foreign agent who then worked with other Russian agents to do what? to dig up dirt on their political opponent in order to affect the outcome of an election, which is the rumor you hear all the time regarding President Trump and what he said to Ukraine. We know that they did that. They did it far more brazenly. And when does the media ever talk about that? Uh, I, I just think it's one more example. You, your experience here is just one more example of them. Look, to call them biased is an incredible understatement. They're advocates now, and they're dishonest advocates and uh, and we, I don't know what to say. So the, we just have to accept it and do what we can. Well, so the only the only solution here is is that the Senate, because you can't in the House, that the Senate uh, starts to look into this this corruption with the with the Democrats. I mean, why are we playing defense when we should be playing offense? Why isn't the Senate taking this on and saying? You know what? We'd like to we'd like to find out exactly what was happening in Ukraine. And you go ahead, investigate the president. We're going to be investigating 
what was happening in Ukraine and why people went to prison or were convicted. I think it was overturned, but it's back in court today. But they were convicted uh, for interfering in the U.S. election. We have them on tape on that on the video. We have a tape of the guy who is the head of the anti-corruption bureau in Ukraine actually admitting to helping Hillary Clinton win the election. Yeah. Or I mean, uh, you know, tried, tried to win the election. Well, and as you said, they're in the house. I mean, I'm as powerless as a kitten in the house being in the minority, unfortunately, which is why we got to change that. But the, but as you said, the Senate, Lindsey Graham and others in the Senate do have the authority to investigate this. And I think Lindsey's indicated uh, more than a willingness to do that. And there's one other tool that we have that I think may be more effective, and that is Attorney General Barr. Oh, my gosh. This guy is a hero to me because he is fearless. He's committed. He ha- he's not out to make a name or a reputation. He's been there, done that, doesn't need to do it again. And I believe he is, as I said, committed to investigating not only the origins of the of the FISA warrant and the other, um, as we know, the other activities going back to 2016 in Russia, but I think uh, I think it'd be surprised if he didn't look at Ukraine as well. That FISA warrant is going to fall apart. We have we have documented evidence, Chris. Um, uh, please watch that uh, that video. We have documented e- evidence that a DNC operative. Well, uh, uh, put all of this information together um, and sent it to uh, Michael Isakoff. Now, I'm not saying that Michael knew what he was, what he was, that he was being used. But in that text message, she or that email, she's alluding to the Steele dossier, which is one of the things, if I'm not mistaken, that was used uh, for the FISA report was uh, an article yeah. from Michael Isakoff. Yeah, 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 for sure, Glenn. I mean, look, this was, this was talking about circular reasoning or circular Big logic. Time. This was a, a FISA document based on the Steele dossier, which I just described the origins of that to. By the way, painfully, painfully hidden under there was the fact that they knew that it was paid for by the DNC. Yeah. But in a, in a footnote, that I, I defy anyone to read that footnote where they describe where they got this information and who funded it. And to actually understand who did it, it's a very clear effort to, to, be, uh, to be deceitful and deceptive in that. But then as additional evidence, what do they use? As you just said, Michael Isikoff's reporting, uh, which where did he get his information from? From Christopher Steele. Uh, so, I mean, their backup is the same document. It was just leaked to a, a reporter, and they claim that that is a secondary source, when clearly it's not, and they knew that it wasn't. Chris, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. Thanks for the hard work you're doing on this. I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate the opportunity. Representative Chris Stewart, 2nd District, Utah. All right, we're doing something to get this word out, uh, and and we're going to explain it to you on Twitter. We need your help on it. We're going to explain it to you here in just a second. First, our sponsor uh, this half hour is Relief relief factor i want to talk to you a little bit about florence she is a um she's a uh, listener of this program been a long time listener she loves baking cookies for her family when they come over to see her she's you know she's a grandma she's like my grandma i think um who my grandmother used to make the best cookies ever and when you'd go to her house and it smelled like cookies it was the best well that's the kind of grandma florence was 
and she always believed in making them from scratch. You know, she didn't she didn't buy them at the store and then bake them off. Uh, but it really became hard for her to do because she had constant pain in her fingers and now the risks and it began to settle in. And she was afraid that she wasn't going to be able to make cookies again. You know, she was like, it's not going to be very long before I just can't. I just can't. I can't mix them. I can't, you know, put them out of the tray. I can't even pull them out of the oven. Then she was listening to this program. She heard me talk about relief factor, and you know how the story ends. If you walk up Florence's driveway nowadays, you're apt to find the smell of worn cookies lifting you off the ground because she's back, and this time she's baking. If you want a free, a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, do what I did, do what Flo has done, and that's relieffactor.com. Go there now. Order your... Uh, three-week quick start at relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We uh, welcome to the uh, program our uh, head researcher, uh, the guy who's done 99% of the uh, work on our our uh, Ukrainian special. It's Jason Buttrill. He's been so busy, he hasn't watched any of the last two weeks of Cowboys games. He's missed them both. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> How are you, Jason? Doing good. All right. So um, we're doing something on the Twitter feed today, on my Twitter feed, and we would ask that you would um, uh, retweet Every 10 minutes today, we are tweeting another fact um, about the chalkboard and what the Democrats did in Ukraine. This Twitter thread might last for the next seven to eight months. (laughs) I think we figured it out. It's what is it? It's six hours. Every 10 minutes, another fact from the chalkboard, and it takes six hours to go out. We should probably keep it open-ended, too, because there's no reason to believe we will not be adding to this thread in future weeks. Oh, yeah. No, we will be. We will be. Um, So tell me what we're... So tell me how you've laid this out, Jason. So if you've pretty much... If you watch the special, you've got kind of a general idea of how this is laid out. But this will go back from... It's laid out all the way... it's, it's, It's a... It's about what five plus years of corruption of greed of coercion of everything strong arming manipulating the u.s election Mm -hmm. um it's all of that and it goes back a lot further than the july 25th supposed phone call um but it goes all the way back to 2014 so when you when you go through this uh through this uh, timeline or through this uh, twitter thread you're basically going back in time five years to 2014, and you're going to go sometimes month to month, sometimes week to week, sometimes the day after some of these things will happen. Uh, but you'll uh, you'll go all the way back then, and you'll just kind of – it reads almost like a uh, an indictment pretty much on what everything the left has been doing since – And we have included uh, the – uh, documents, all the background stuff, everything you need to show. If if someone says, "What about this?" then you can go and actually look at it and mm-hmm. say, "Okay, well, how about this? How about this?" Show them court documents, show them audio recordings for crying out loud, show them everything. Uh, I'd like you to uh, tweet this to Lindsey Graham and uh, also to Barr at Justice. Um, I think we need to concentrate uh, making sure that these people are paying attention 
to this. I think Barr is aware of it. Lindsey Graham, I think, probably is aware of it, but I, I don't know. But they need to investigate in the Senate. I wonder, because we know that there's some Ukrainian prosecutors that still haven't gotten to the United States. I don't think. Why not? So they should be getting visas today and getting over it, especially that part of the tweet thread. When you read that, tweet that directly at the Attorney General or Donald Trump, because they need to get over here now. Okay, it's uh, Glenn Beck at uh, the Twitter. Uh, I've just j- check my Twitter feed. Uh, please subscribe and you'll get all these uh, tweets today and pass them on, please. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Give me my uh, review of, uh, of Joker here in just a second. Stand by for that. This half hour sponsored by realestateagentsitrust.com. Over a thousand agents strong with another 5,000 who are on a waiting list to join. Uh, they share my vision on how real estate should be done all over the country. We named the company realestateagentsitrust.com for a reason uh, because they are the people that we have found that I can trust and I trust sending them to you. They show a very high sense of urgency. My, my team will respond within minutes, not hours, usually five, 10 minutes uh, at the latest. They'll show professional conduct at all times. They return the calls. They do what they say they promise to do. They're experts in property uh, uh, evaluation. They know the value of your home and the homes around it on the market. They exemplify the truth here lives here, and they have a long track record of performance and success. There are no part-time agents or people who have poor history. It's important to us that we send the right person to you. When you're looking to buy or sell a home, please just go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll send them to you so you can find the right real estate agent. realestateagentsitrust.com. Get moving now with realestateagentsitrust.com. I'm not a sports fan. That doesn't come as a surprise if you've listened more than one day. But uh, what's happening with the NBA is sickening. Uh, and the, the, the butt-kissing of China by these giant corporations is absolutely un-American. I mean, if you want to put the almighty dollar ahead, go right ahead. But I think it's important that we know who you are. You know, when you're saying, oh, you know, that's just mis- they're misunderstood over in China. They killed 60 million people. 60. They've got millions in concentration camps. And you're saying this so you can make money off of basketball? It's disgusting. We'll talk about that and my review of Joker in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So you got a business to run, and it comes with responsibility of hiring new people when positions open up. And, uh, you know, what's great about it is it's not a hassle. It never takes a long time. The uh, interview process is a piece of cake, or it's the exact opposite of all of those things. We can change all that. ZipRecruiter. 
is now on the scene. ZipRecruiter.com does not depend on the candidates to find you. It goes out and finds them for you. They have technology now, and I, I've been to the ZipRecruiter building. It's enormous. It's, it's like, how, how many stories was that building? Like five? Were you with me on that? Like five-story building. One of them is just data analytics, where they're just going out. All these scientists are looking to, to find the algorithms that can go and specifically look for the people that you are looking for. You get qualified candidates super fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates through the site within the first day. Many times, it's within the first hour of posting. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Do it now. It's free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-C-K. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. So I went to uh, I went to Joker and not not knowing what to expect. Um, but after hearing so many people talk about it, uh, I was expecting the most violent movie ever filmed. Uh, and uh, I was quite surprised on the way there. I even, you know, sa- said to myself, if it turns out to be that kind of gratuitous violence where it's man's inhumanity to man, I'm leaving uh, and I'll walk out um, because I just don't want to put that into me. I just don't I don't like I just don't like watching, you know, torture. Say, p- pretty much any Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> there's a part where they're always just torturing Mel and he's hanging from chains. And, and you know, you're like, OK, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, so I expected Joker to be really, really, really twisted. And what I found was the opposite in many ways. Um, this movie is unlike any superhero or any comic book uh, movie I've ever seen. Uh, this one is realistic. Um, this takes place in the 1970s. They even open with the old Warner Brothers uh, logo from the 70s. It looks like it's you know, made on film, at least at the beginning. I mean, it is really, uh, it's really, really well done. Joaquin Phoenix is brilliant in this movie. But what I didn't expect was that for the first three quarters of the movie, I would find myself saying, this is a Tragedy. This is so incredibly sad because he's clearly disturbed, and and Joaquin Phoenix really plays this very very well. Um, and uh, he plays a character who is a clown. And in the first scene, I won't give anything away. The first scene um, opens with him getting you know mugged by some kids. He's doing a you know. A clown thing on the street, and um, uh, and he gets mugged and beaten by these these kids. And you come to find out that that's kind of the life he lives. He has lived this life where he's always been 
picked on, always been bullied. He's obviously clearly very mentally unstable. He had already been <clears throat> been in uh, Arkham uh, when he was <clears throat> when he was younger. He lives with his mom. He has no real life, none whatsoever. Uh, and nobody sees him and nobody listens to him. And when they do, they beat him up. And you will go through the first uh, three quarters of this movie, uh, I think, feeling really bad for him. And I don't like movies that turn the villain into the good guy and the good guys into a bad guy, which I thought was where they were going with it. Um, it's not. Um, and I was greatly relieved of that. I don't know the director and the writer's uh, POV. I don't know what they were trying to do. But the Joker pretty much is leading, you know, in the end, we all know that he, you know, becomes a leader. Wait, what? Yeah. That's total spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. And he hates Batman. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, thanks um, for giving the whole... I don't have to watch the sequel. But this is this is Occupy Wall Street. This is Antifa. Yeah. Um, that I've heard that from several people yeah, who said the politics of this are not uh, yeah, as no. they've been advertised. It's no. very left. He's a left winger, essentially. Well, he's... Or at least the group he's seems not. to be. Here's, here's, where, here's where you could see it as left, is if you think that the left cares about people. But uh, really, because he's he is genuine on just can we be nice to each other? It, the, the social media uh, commentary that at least I got from it. They don't talk about social media. It was taken in the 70s. Um, but uh, to me, his rant is about us. You know, nobody's nice to each other. Why is everybody mean to one another? Why does everybody just say horrible things about one another? Um, that's not what the crowd is doing. The crowd is getting, you know, the anti-rich, uh, hate the wealthy, hate those in power, disrupt the system, burn it all down. That's not what, that's not what he's saying. And I would guess in future movies, I, I'm hoping he is asked to be playing the Joker again in, uh, in sequels. Cause I, I thought he was brilliant. He deserves an Oscar for sure. Um, but uh, uh, he, he's going to end up again, I think, just being used and beaten because he's, he's clearly insane and not smart enough to be putting things together. He's not like the Joker that we've all seen where he's this mastermind. Right. He's not. He's not. Hmm. I, that's interesting. I mean, it, it does seem like the, I mean, the media is ridiculous, right? They make these fake controversies out of everything. And this was the, you know, the initial push on this was, well, it's going to cause mass shootings. Well, if it does, it, it'll be because of the left. Because it is a message of the left, not the right. It's Antifa. They keep saying it's incels. It's going to make incels essentially involuntary, involuntary celibates, I believe. <laughs> just, just used to be the losers. Well, it, <laughs> it might. Be. I mean, it, look, if you are unstable. Yeah. Uh, and you go to see this, you will relate to him. And right. so, but it's the same way that like, people would relate to um, uh, Edward Norton in Fight Club, right? Yeah. Where, like you, you kind of like there's these anti heroes that wind up being heroes to certain segments of the society. 
he's not one, a hero. He, he's not a hero in any way. But that, but neither. I mean, could you know Edward Norton? I mean, yeah. again, spoiler alert: was a terrorist. Right, <laughs> I think there's. Right. I, it's impossible to to see him as anything else right. if you actually watch the movie seriously. Right. Not Edward Norton, the person, by the way. I'm talking about yeah. his character in this particular movie. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where that happens a lot. What's his face? Um, what was the one where where uh, Anonymous was using it? Um, Guy Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guy Fox was. Uh, not a good guy. <laughs> yeah, but Guy Fawkes, but Guy Fawkes, that was 1600s. But the movie was not 1600s. Yes, the movie yes. came out, you Correct. know, relatively recently. Yeah. And was used as a symbol for uh, a lot of... But he was for Occupy Wall Street. And that fits. They weren't good. Well, but they... They, I mean, they every mass they good, shooter yeah. says that they're heroic yeah, in some I know, way, right? I know, like, I know. Everybody thinks, you know, Hitler thought he was yeah. heroic. Right. Everybody I, thinks they're heroic or comes up with a way to justify their heroic. I personally think that if we all saw Joker and we could all be adults, we could have a very good conversation. I think it's a great conversation starter. You know, it's one that you can walk out of and, and say, so what does that say about society? Who are who's he talking about? And 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 have a real conversation because it's i mean how many of these shooters do we know are crazy they're not they're 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 not getting proper care you know and they feel isolated and bullied well that's what's really happening our our society is sick it's sick and i i think this is the movie of our day i really do i think i don't i don't know what to um compare it to um but it is i i think it's the the maybe saturday night fever of the 70s where it was it just encapsulated that time and it was like mm-hmm. that's right. that's that year this mm. is now so two questions for you yeah Number one, I like movies that do challenge me, make me think, make me have this conversations think, oh, after. Lot. However, that needs to be paired with it actually being a freaking good movie. Okay, so is here's, how I, here's how I By reviewed itself, it. By itself, is it a good movie? Here's how I reviewed it. This is a great film. 100% great, one of the better films made. It is also one of the best movies i've seen in a long time wow yeah okay so okay. it's it not in it do not go to it thinking that you're going to it, be preached to i'm not no I, you're not going to be preached you to can take it if you want to find it you can correct. add additional layers of conversation and, if you want to but correct. you don't have to you don't have Just to a good movie yeah it's a good movie nobody's preaching to you um it, it's still a gotham movie but it is the least batman mm-hmm. it's probably the lowest body count batman even really. on television. I mean, from Adam West. I mean, it's it's a for a movie in today's world of you know violent movies. This a very low body count. Okay. My second question is more personal. Yeah. I find myself falling into a very familiar pattern, which is I don't like superhero movies, and then everyone starts talking about a superhero movie, and I think ah, maybe this one's going to be good, and then I go this to see it, and it sucks. This one's not a superhero movie. Did you like the Batman, Christopher Nolan Batmans? I liked Batman Begins. I remember really liking the, the that was the, is that the one before the one with Heath Ledger? The, the one before that's, that okay, was but very the, dark and I liked it. Right. That's, that's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher yeah, Nolan, was, was I think, did the best Batman. 
you know, the Batman series. It was very dark. Yeah. yeah but- and it was realistic-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is, you could say, you could say that this is not in Gotham. It's in New York City and there is no Batman. And you could, you would be comfortable even the way he dresses in the, in the outfit with the green hair. You would go, I could see that it's happening. It's like a realistic origin story. It's a story. very... It's a very, it's the most realistic Batman uh, or any super movie that I've ever seen. If you make me go see this movie and it sucks, I'm holding you personally responsible. It's going on your record. You will be noted. I, I just I just want everybody else to know I'm only giving this review so he will go to this movie. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Don't fool me again. You always no, do you this. No, you gotta go. You gotta go to it. I, oh, I think God. you will like it. All right. But it's it's not what they say it is. It is. It's it's not even. I can't say. You know, Silence of the Lambs. Disturbing. Disturbing. Mm-hmm. This one's sad. This one's really sad. Did you see it this weekend? Yeah. Really sad. Uh, all right. Bernie Sanders, speaking of jokers, almost certainly out of the presidential race. Joe Biden. Wait, wait is this an announcement? Yeah, I think okay. so. Joe Biden. <laughs> come on. He Joe did have Biden. a heart attack, by the way, with, uh, with Sanders. That yeah. was, now they're saying, yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, we know that thing we said he was going to rest for a day or two. Well, yeah, it was a heart attack. No big yeah. deal. He'll be back on the stage in a minute. Uh, <laughs> he'll be, just uh, stay, no, where stay, stay where you are. Stay where you are. Don't worry about uh, it. Keep donating. Keep I want to go over what you said about Joe Biden earlier today, uh, Stu, okay. when, after the break. After this commercial, we'll, we'll go to the Joe Biden. But I think Joe Biden, I think Stu is right on Joe Biden. Uh, it's fairly obvious, I think, that Elizabeth Warren is going to be the de- Democratic nominee. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if uh, the Democrats could find a way so everybody was really sick and tired of the scandals with Donald Trump that everybody would just eventually just go, yeah, I'd rather have the socialist than all this. <laughs> yeah, if we have a social, if, if, if Elizabeth Warren becomes our president, warning, take your money out of the stock market, take your money out of the banks if she becomes the president of the United States, uh, I would highly recommend gold or silver, something physical that you had. Um, and I think that, you know, that th- this kind of stuff could be bad for the stock market and bad for the dollar if if she really looks like she's going to possibly win the election. It'll be bad. Uh, call Goldline now, right now. Find out if gold or silver is right for you. If you've never called them before, if you have not thought about it before, just get their um, information. Look at all the risk about it and everything else. But get their information and really study it out in your mind and listen to your gut. Listen to what. Don't listen to these advisors who are trying to sell you stuff. Don't even listen to the Goldline people. Just read the information and do your own homework. I think you're going to probably end up like I did and, and put, I have 10% in gold. I'm sorry, government. I, I have uh, 1% in gold uh, at goldline.com, goldline.com. Go there now. Call them. They're waiting for your phone call, physical gold or silver. It's where the world always returns after a bout of insanity. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We break for 10 seconds.
All right, so Pat, I mean, uh, Stu, you got to tell me uh, the what you got to tell the audience what you told me earlier today about Joe Biden. Well, something's been perplexing me a little bit about yeah. Biden in that when the when the focus went to Ukraine and in the impeachment situation that we're dealing with now, there was a kind of widespread, I would say, view that it would hurt Biden because Biden would be dragged into a scandal, and I thought with some smart campaigning there would actually be a real advantage here for Joe Biden because Biden is essentially think about this from the democratic perspective for a second not what we think about the Ukraine thing or none of that take it just from the democrat perspective the main thing they are voting on is who can beat Donald Trump who is the most electable and i think there's a real argument to be made that Joe Biden should come out and say Hey, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but the president of the United States was harassing foreign leaders to get dirt on me to try to beat me because I'm the one he's afraid of. All these other guys have great policies. You understand, you know, I love Bernie, love love Elizabeth. And there is some evidence that maybe he did this with Elizabeth Warren as well, at least reporting on that he called China Elizabeth Warren, which I don't even know what that's about. We'll maybe find out more (laughs) about that. But I, I might ignore that if I'm Biden at this point and say, look, None of these other people are getting called. The president's not doing that. Yeah, he doesn't like him. He comes up with the little nicknames. He'll come out and tweet about them. But the president of the United States was making calls, risking his presidency to destroy me because he's terrified. He knows that if I am the candidate, I will beat him. And, you know, you can say, listen to all these guys all they want. A lot of their policies are great. But there's a difference here. The American people need someone who's going to beat Donald Trump, not just come up with different ideas. And really exploit it. Like, if I were Biden's campaign, that's what I would be doing. Okay? However, he's he's played around a little bit at the edges with it. He said things sort of in that vein, but not really going that far. Could be, I guess, that his campaign is just really incompetent. And not and maybe thinks that, you know, I don't know. We shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't go crazy on this. I don't know. However, here's my actual belief at this point. Biden is looking at this. And not making a big deal about it because he is actually worried about what will come up if this is the defining campaign issue of this next election. If if the media, if everyone gets on board to looking into looking at what actually happened with Ukraine, not only with him, but also his son, it could not only hurt him dramatically and maybe destroy his campaign, but also really hurt his son's future. And I don't think Joe Biden's a bad dad. I think he loves his kids. I think he wants to protect them. And I think that's why he didn't run last time. He convinced himself to go for it this time. But I think the media uh, getting into this and the media diving into this full force actually legitimately scares him as to what what outcome uh, comes out of that. So instead of using this as Trump would, right, Trump would be like, he would come out and say just exactly what I said if this happened with Obama and Biden. He'd be like, look, they're targeting me. They're targeting me. They're not targeting Ted Cruz. They're not targeting Marco Rubio. They're coming after me because they're scared of me. Because the number one issue these people are making their decisions on are not about socialism. It's not about taxes. It's not about the Green New Deal. It's about who beats Donald Trump, period. And the fact that he is not exploiting that shows either mass campaign incompetence, which is possible, or... He's actually afraid about what comes out if people start looking under this uh, under this under this pile of wood. There's a lot of bugs down there. I 
cannot wait to tell you about the recluse spider that is hiding in that <laughs> stack of logs. Um, because this is something that I talked about about six or seven months ago. And it's happening. You're starting to see it now. I will remind you here in a second. This is the Glenbeck Program. A good real estate agent has a lot of responsibility when it comes to helping you buy or sell a home. They act as kind of a firewall of safety between you and the terrifying monstrosity that is the act of buying or selling a home. There are inspections, the pricing, the listing, the paperwork. I mean, spare us from the amounts of paperwork. But when you have a bad real estate agent, any one or all of these things can end up not being done correctly, and it can be a real hassle for you. That's one of the reasons why we started Real Estate Agents I Trust. Our network of real estate agents is top of the line. We only invite those who have a great track record to join us and those who aren't you know, doing this kind of as a lark. They, they're not invited. If you don't have someone in your area that is the best that we have found, we won't recommend one. That's how seriously we take it. We want to make sure this is a real estate agent that I would trust. It's a real estate agent you can trust. Find the person that will help you buy or sell your next home now at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. You can watch the special on Ukraine. Uh, You can also watch that on YouTube and on Facebook, assuming they haven't banned it yet. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, every 10 minutes at my uh, Twitter account, we are, we are tweeting another piece of evidence on the corruption of the Democrats in Ukraine. And it's not a conspiracy theory. Uh, I, I love these people who were, were all over me all for the last four or five days saying, oh, Glenn Beck's crazy. Just talk to me about the facts. You got, Okay, sure, I'm crazy. I'm nuts. I'm out of control. I'm a liar. Don't talk, to about, don't talk to me about me. Talk to me about the facts that I presented. Uh, nobody seems to want to do that, and there's a reason for it, and we're tweeting it out. We are being uh, throttled, shadow banned massively by uh facebook and by youtube massively by youtube and even twitter we got a couple of things uh today one from charlie kirk and the other one is from the um president's campaign uh man is he the manager campaign manager parscale um that's right he said my average tweet gets 250 to 400,000 impressions a great tweet gets a million This tweet has 40,000, the lowest of any tweet since I became manager. Hmm. Cards are so stacked against us, you won't stop us from getting this out. And what he was talking about was he he emailed or he tweeted uh, the uh, the 50-minute monologue that I did at the chalkboard. Charlie Kirk saw the same thing. He said a typical tweet of mine will get 150,000 impressions and 36,000 engagements. When I shared the tweet about the truth behind Ukraine, 
It only had 237 impressions from 150,000 to 237. The algorithm is taking anything with my monologue on it and they are suppressing it. Uh, we need your help to get it out. Now, this is the biggest video the Blaze has ever produced in almost a 10-year history. Uh, it is gigantic on the platform. This is why we ask you, please subscribe to the Blaze. Uh, if you subscribe to the Blaze, uh, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save uh, 10 bucks. But we are being suppressed uh, and throttled and shadow banned by the media trying to get this out. The reason why is because when people see it, they connect with it when they actually watch it. So what they have to do is they have to discredit me, call this a conspiracy, train people not to watch it. And while they do that, make sure it's not really available. We need your help. So today I'm also um, I'm also tweeting every 10 minutes another fact from the chalkboard every 10 minutes. We're just to go through the chalkboard is going to take us six hours today. And I would ask that you would retweet this. And and if you will, just to target Lindsey Graham uh, and the DOJ and and uh, Attorney General Barr, because I, I think they need to see it. Barr is, I think, working on this. Uh, and Lindsey Graham needs to open up an investigation in uh, the Senate. If if the press won't talk about it, fine. Investigate. They're the only ones that can. By the way, if if you subscribe, I, I'm asking you to subscribe uh, today because your subscription is what paid for this original video and investigation. And I want to hire a an investigative reporter to finish this because no one in the media. We learned this from Fox. We did all that research and thought somebody in the media would pick it up, and they never did. Fine. Not playing that game a second time. Uh, I could really use your subscription because your, you know, $9 a month or I think it's $10 off, $8 a month will go to pay for a investigative re- reporter that I I really want to hire to finish this job. But we need your support at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right, I want to talk a little bit about this mess in the NBA. Um, I think this is I think this is sickening, absolutely sickening. So is he the GM of the Rockets? The GM of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey. Okay. Um, and if you don't follow the NBA, before we get into the China part of this, which is the big controversy, if you don't follow the NBA, you don't know who Daryl Morey is. But he is no less than a legendary figure in the NBA. He has essentially changed the way the entire sport has been played. Uh, basically diving into analytics at a much higher rate. He's, you know, it's very similar to like a money ball story mm-hmm. um, where he's, he embraced this very early. He's really one of the first people who embraced looking at the sport in a totally different way, you know, and it's the reason why people shoot so many three pointers now instead of two pointers, why people stop taking mid range jump shots. I mean, he legitimately changed the way the game is played. He is a legendary figure. He is, I mean, I, maybe he doesn't get into the Hall of Fame because of uh, China uh, and his comments on China, but, like, he's a lock Hall of Famer, in my mind, at least. He's never won. You imagine, you imagine, mm-hmm. 
you don't get into the Hall of Fame and you've changed the sport mm-hmm. because you stood against China after they <sighs> killed 60 million people and have probably another 10 million in concentration camps today. Yeah. And you saying, stand with Hong Kong, stops you from being a valued legend? Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not saying he... He didn't even come out really against China. He just basically came out with one short tweet, deleted, deleted quickly after. Stand with Hong said, Kong. Stand with Hong Kong. That's it. And now he's, you know, the, this has gone completely out of control to the point where uh, the, the, the Rockets basically attacked him immediately on it. The, his own team. Um, there is talk now that he may be fired. This is a guy who took the Rockets from a middling team to... The, the the verge of winning NBA championships. He hasn't been able to pull it off yet, but they went from is nowhere to... anyone, is there anyone within the sound of my voice that makes money in an international business that thinks that maybe we shouldn't be coddling communist China? Is there anybody that has a problem? Facebook, what are they doing? They're helping them find people. Google, helping China find people to put them in concentration camps. I mean, what are they doing? And it's amazing, too, right now that this is happening because, you know, Donald Trump just took a beating, and I believe rightfully so, for congratulating China on its 70 years of communism or whatever he tweeted the other day when they had their 70th anniversary. It was not a good moment for the president in my mind. Um, and he got a lot of criticism, not only from the right, but also uh, from the media as a whole, um, saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, is this is this the right thing to do? Well, I mean, I hope this gives a moment of refre- reflection here, because no. the, the Rockets, just to give you the timeline here, Maury comes out and he says, hey, you know, stand with Hong Kong. The Rockets take, you know, attack him immediately on it. This, we are not a political organization. You shouldn't say these things. One of the reasons for this is they have a very close tie to China, Yao Ming played there. They have the they are the most popular NBA team in China, which is obviously a massive market. Um, so they start pushing back on on them. He deletes the tweet. He writes an extensive apology for it, which he should be embarrassed for. Uh, other owners have come out and said, "Well, what people don't understand when they're attacking uh, the NBA for for saying these things is that you know this is a separatist movement." This is a separatist movement. Yeah, against, <laughs> against for freedom of speech and freedom to be who you want against a communist yeah. dictator. This is this is a this is a oh government that currently, as you point out, has, uh, has millions, if not a ten million people in pol- as political prisoners currently, and also is responsible for more than three times as many people as Nazi Germany killed. They killed. In, in this government. They also are responsible for organ harvesting today. Oh, yeah. They're also you know raping our country with intellectual property. This is inexcusable. Inexcusable. And, you know, this is, a, this is an organization, the NBA. Two things. Number one, pulled their all-star game out of Charlotte because they were so I offended. I know. By the bathroom debate, the transgender bathroom debate, and that law that they passed that said you have to go in the bathroom of your biological sex at birth, that was so offensive. They pulled a massive event out of Charlotte because of it. This is is an organization that has banned the use of the word owner because it's racially insensitive. 
And yet, right now, millions of Uyghurs in China are imprisoned because of their political views. Christians as well. And we know, I mean, we don't need to go through the, the list of human rights abuses uh, with China. This audience already knows the story. But it is completely insane. And I, I, I actually had a moment of, of optimism, which happens very rarely for me. <laughs> a moment of optimism yeah. in which I thought, is this the thing? That gets people, a couple of people in the media to have 30 seconds of reflection. Nope. To say, hold on. Nope. To say to themselves, you know, nope. When we do stuff like this, like nope. for an example, they talk about um, some uh, Muslim uh, uh, issue will mm-hmm. pop up. Like mm-hmm. some Muslim mm-hmm. is having some issue mm-hmm. in some city and we're talking mm-hmm. about hatred and something mm-hmm. Ilan Omar will break up mm-hmm. and bring up. And conservatives say, hey guys, you know they're throwing gay people off of roofs. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, you know, they're just executing gay people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should change your priorities a little bit. Let's take care of that together. Mm-hmm. And then we can worry. We can fight all back and forth about the bathroom thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And will there be a moment where this is no. so clear? No. Right? Like, look at the way China is controlling the NBA. No. The NBA made a statement apologizing to communists. Because one general manager said they stood with Hong Kong. That is completely insane. Well, the NBA, Mike Bass, spokesman for the league, said that it was very regrettable that Maury's views deeply offended many of our friends and our fans in China. Um, You know, he has a right to, to, to say it, I guess. But we have great respect for the history and the culture of China and hope that sports and the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge cultural divides and bring people together. Mm. I mean, and, and I think it was Clay Travis who made this point the first I heard it, but it's a great one, which is where are all these players? Where are the LeBron Jameses of the world who come out every time there's a, di- a, a, a divisive issue here in the United States? Where's he? Where's Steve Kerr? Where are all these guys that are lecturing us every single time there's a divisive issue? He wrote, Clay Travis wrote, Will outspoken NBA woke activists Steve Kerr, LeBron James, Mm. and Greg Popovich stand up for Daryl Morley and his support of democracy in Hong Kong? They're awfully outspoken about Trump. Surely they'll condemn the NBA (laughs) for bending the knee to China over GM's support for democracy, right? And I think the answer to that will be no. no I mean, won't. I hope it, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, you know, they haven't had they enough won't. chance to really probably come out and comment on this. Give them a few days, but it is full. I'm full. I fully expect that they will not. And it, there has to be some limit of this, right? I mean, this the entire league is folding to communists. That sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory. It is happening in front of us. They're making statements so that you know that they're taking this stance. They're not even doing it behind the scenes. No, and they don't. They don't think you mind. They don't think you. They mind. don't think they, you mind uh, that that, that uh, we are in bed with. I mean, and and it's not even two thousand. The year two thousand anymore. You know, it's in the year two thousand. You were kind of like, ah, well, China. It's kind of backward and blah 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 blah. No, then, you know, oh, and they're poisoning our dog food. (laughs) They don't really care about it. No, now they are literally rounding people up Mm -hmm. using American technology Mm -hmm. and American brain power to put their people behind walls in a concentration camp where 
many are reporting that they're being sterilized to wipe an entire population of people out. A country that has already wiped out 60 million, possibly many more. And nobody seems to care. Everybody's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I mean, look at that. Social credit, that's crazy over there in China. Hey, can we sell them some crap? Hmm. This is the kind of this is the kind of capitalism that is grotesque. All right. Simply safe. Video verification. Video verification. They want to make sure that you understand that nobody's watching you in your house. This video verification does not have just because they can have eyes on your home at all times doesn't mean they do. For instance, their video verification cameras, and these are the only ones that do this, um, they have an actual cover on the lens. And I talked to the, uh, talk to the um, actually, the original owner of, of uh, Simply Safe, the creator of it all. And he said, you know, I'm so weirded out by cameras. I just want to make sure that I know a camera is off and closed. It's not enough for the little red light to go off. I want I want to see that lens cover. And so they 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 delayed this camera for about 18 months because they wanted the sound of the la- the lens cover to be heard um and to be solid and for you to be able to hear it but not an irritating sound. I mean it took them 18 months to come up with this. So you know when that camera opens and when it closes. Because you don't want people watching you. This opens up when somebody's trying to break into your house. You have you have something on your your back door, your front door. That's when that thing opens up and people are monitoring. And it takes uh, your response time from the cops from 45 minutes to 7 minutes. SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now. SimplySafeBeck.com. Their coverage is $15 a month. No strings, no contracts. You own the system at simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, don't forget, uh, on my Twitter feed all day today, I ask that you would retweet it. And if you can, uh, tweet members of uh, the Senate um, and and uh, Attorney General Barr, but specifically, I think, uh, Lindsey Graham. We are tweeting all of the facts from last week's chalkboard on what happened with Ukraine, all the evidence. It's going to take six hours coming out every 10 minutes, but please retweet it and share it with friends. Glenn Beck Programs.